International rugby coverage on the Country Sport Breakfast is proudly brought to you by Access Solutions, elevating you and your business to a higher level. Joining us on the show today, New Zealand Herald columnist uh, Gregor Paul. Morning, Gregor. Good morning. Eye-catching headline today in the New Zealand Herald, catastrophe in the making if the ABs lose in Hamilton. What's going to happen if we lose? <laughs> well, yeah, last week when we chatted, I said to you, like, there's no way he's going to lose. And then, of course, he did. So, uh, look, I, I think we're now in... Well, I mean, we've been in sort of unprecedented territory for a while. Felt like we maybe were coming out of it when the All Blacks won in, in uh, Ellis Park. Uh, but here we are now again with uncertainty. Uh, everyone's unsure about where this team is going. Is it fixed? Is it still horribly broken? Do they need to make more dramatic changes? All of these questions keep bubbling around because we don't have uh, strong answers yet to, to, to where we are. And look, if they lose again back-to-back to Argentina, with all due respect to the Pumas, who played particularly well in Christchurch, but if I could be a wee bit uh, critical of them, they didn't really do a lot. I mean, they defended particularly well, but that mm-hmm. shouldn't really be enough to beat the All Blacks, and it certainly shouldn't be enough to beat them in, you know, in New Zealand, and it was. And I guess that's the concern here, is that that, that benchmark's too low. Uh, the All Blacks need to be at a higher benchmark than that. Yeah, tough to beat Ireland, tough to beat South Africa, but I think if you're not beating Argentina, you've got much, much deeper problems and a lot to worry about. And if that happens again, then look, I, I just don't think it's tenable for the head coach to remain in the role. And what happens after that? Well, we could we could probably fill a whole radio show talking about that. <laughs> I sat back a bit like you last week thinking, yeah, I think they might have the coaching team right now with Fozzie there and then having Ryan and Schmidt either side of him. That's a, that's a pretty good lineup, but well, it didn't seem to make a lot of difference, did it? Well, no, look, and it didn't. And that, and that's where some of the um, patience has to kick in a wee bit here because, OK, look, they only put that team together uh, in, on the back of coming home from South Africa, although Joe was sort of feeding information in from afar, even though he wasn't over there. So, you know, we've got to be a wee bit careful. We don't just click the fingers and say, right, magic, make it happen. You should be winning now uh, every game and, and um, flowing rugby should be forthcoming. Uh, so that, that's, that's not realistic. But what is realistic is to expect the foundation skills of the All Blacks to be performed at a higher level than they have been. And that's what happened in Christchurch again, is that they capitulated. The pass and catch was, was poor. Um, yeah, the set piece was fantastic. We saw Jason Lyons' influence there. I felt they mauled particularly well. They looked like a big, big, tough bunch, which we haven't been seeing that about them you know, for the last two or three years. So there's a problem that looked like it might be on the mend. But then their ability to transition out of a kind of heavyweight, let's beat you up mindset into, okay, we've created opportunity, we've knocked you backwards, now we're going to finish off with a little bit of polished pass and catch and nice attacking rugby to finish it. Didn't happen. They looked clunky. In fact, they looked worse than clunky. Uh, they couldn't break down Argentina's defence. They couldn't get their basic skills right. Uh, and in, in the final 20 minutes, they capitulated. I mean, they couldn't throw a line out straight. They couldn't, they couldn't even get the set pace going. Fell apart entirely. So then you look at the, the you know the mental approach of the team. You got to start asking, you know, where are the guys are in their heads at the moment. Have they lost all confidence? You know, is the only way to fix this to come in and clean everybody out? You know, coaches, management half of the players and start again? Or do we just need to be patient, as we've just said, and, and let, let the system bed in a wee bit, give, give uh, Joe Schmidt and Jason Ryan more time to do the thing? 
and um, and see what we get to. But the problem is you can't keep losing the way that they are no. and keep asking for patience. It's not possible to do so that. So 11.30 today, do you see a very different-looking all-black team named or do you think it's going to be pretty similar to the team from last week? <laughs> well, look, look, here's the thing. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to predict where, where this team goes and what it does. And, uh, I think we'd probably see Brody Metallic return to action, uh, whether that's to start or whether that's off the bench, don't know. I suspect it will be to start, and I suspect Scott Barrett will move um, to the blind side as a result of that, um, because I think where they had Argentina in trouble was with um, was with the power of the scrum, and the suit piece uh, work after the scrum was really good, and I think they, they can outpower them. And I think we might about, we might see a sort of quite an ugly approach from the All Blacks in Hamilton for for a bit longer than we normally see an All Black team play like that. But I, I think that's where they'll go. So I think that's why they'll bring in Ritalik and Barrett to have three locks on the field. Potentially, Bowden Barrett comes back in to start, although I think they've got to commit to one or other of him or Mwanga and stick with them for a period now and stop chopping and changing. Um, and the only other potential change I, I think might be under consideration, but they haven't shown much of an appetite to, to push senior guys along. Look, Finley Christie's looked look pretty sharp whenever he's come on. And, mm. you know, maybe you start him to light a fire under Aaron Smith uh, and also to get a bit more... Uh, of a running halfback onto the field to start with. I mean, these are, I, don't, I don't think we'll see a crazy team, but we might see two or three changes, the ones I've just outlined. And I think the uh, Argentinians will also come, they'll, they'll grow an extra leg. I think they'll be fired up after that result last week, won't they? Well, they'll be confident. Yeah. Uh, and an Argentinian team that's confident is a different proposition. And not only have they beaten New Zealand in New Zealand, but remember, they, they, they thumped the Wallabies before they got here, and yeah. they're starting to build a bit of self-belief. And their game plan is really simple, and it's built on defence, and it's built on accuracy, and um, you know, these are things that uh, you know they can they can replicate. I think it wasn't like they ripped the All Blacks apart with you know fancy intricate rugby. It was just doing doing the basics really well. Like I think the the challenge for them will be emotional, and you know having done it once, mm. can they climb the mountain again and find the fire to do it a second time? But look. They made history last week. They can make even more history this week because they yeah. could win the series here. And that puts them into a really special group of teams who, you know, who've actually won a series out in New Zealand. So that's a big carrot for them to play for. And, um, you know, I, I think you're right. I think they'll come pretty far up. Michael Chaker seems to know how to, to get yeah. into them and through to them. So, yeah, they'll, they'll be up another level again, I thought. Bring on Saturday night, Gregor. Always nice to chat, mate. Enjoy. Thank you. Will do.